Hello, and welcome to the EV Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the EV Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40 something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to Listen Within, a novel of discovery and finding true self. Written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2021 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 5, Paint Your Feelings. A couple of months had passed since I'd been laid off, and a lot had changed for me. I'd been meditating regularly and generally feeling calmer, happier, and more inspired. I no longer went into radio silence and actually had been reaching out to more people. The pandemic restrictions were starting to ease up, and more people seemed to be out. I was feeling rather good about myself and my life. The weather had been getting better, and I had the urge to paint again. I hadn't touched my brushes since I had created my painting, under what I thought was the influence of a great bottle of wine. Today's adventure would be done completely sober and out in public. I grabbed my supplies, a clean canvas, and Grandma's easel then headed out to Red Barn Park, where Colby and I had met for coffee. The experience with her at the park had been so wonderful that I thought I would paint the barn and give it to her as a thank you for her guidance. Just as I was packing up the car, my phone pinged. It was Hendrick, with a couple of opportunities that he wanted me to look at. The news sent a shiver down my spine. I I didn't know if I was happy or anxious. So, I decided to deal with it after my excursion to the park. The park seemed pretty quiet. Only a few families with small children ran around. Everything had been more quiet than usual since the pandemic. I found a great spot with a perfect view of the barn and set everything up. The sun was perfect, casting a wonderful glow over the barn. I took a deep breath and was just about to begin painting when a little girl came running over. What's you doing? She questioned in a cute, lispy voice. Huh? Oh, I'm going to paint a picture. I smiled at her. Of what? She asked. Of this barn. She pouted. Oh, that sounds boring. Really? I think the barn is beautiful. It needs animals. All barns have animals, she proclaimed. 
Well, this painting will hopefully remind a friend of a wonderful time we had together, sitting on that bench in front of the barn, I explained, pointing toward the bench. What kinds of animals are you going to paint? She responded. I looked at her puzzled and said, I'm not going to paint any animals because there are none here. Oh, yes, there are. I see a horse sticking his head out of the barn. <laughs> a cat sitting on the fence, cleaning its paw, and a pig bathing in the mud. I smiled. Wow, you have a very vivid imagination. How do you see all those animals? I don't see them. I just know they're there, she bragged. Suddenly, a frantic woman called in the distance. Sammy, Sammy, where are you? Over here, Mommy, the little girl replied. The mother came rushing over. Sammy, please don't leave my sight. You had me worried. She then turned to me and said, I am so sorry about this. I, I hope she didn't bother you. No, and no worries. Your daughter has a very vivid imagination. I bet she is an amazing little artist. Her creativity is wonderful, and she has definitely made me see things in a different light. Yes, Sammy is highly creative. She sees things that the rest of us just can't. She brings a whole new perspective to all of us, her mother shared. I knelt down and looked Sammy in the eyes. Well, Sammy, it was wonderful to meet you, and thank you for opening my eyes. She grinned. You're welcome. After Sammy and her mother left, I noticed the sun had moved, causing a glare to be cast onto the barn. So I decided to call it a day and pack up my stuff. When I got home, I brought everything in and dropped it in the living room. Then I got caught up looking at my phone when I heard, Paint. Paint? I missed the opportunity, and I need to do a few other things, I said out loud. I sat down to pay some bills when I again heard, Paint. Fine, I said, I'll paint. I set myself up facing the window. As I looked out, trying to decide what to paint, I was told, Paint the barn. How am I to paint the barn? I'm not there, and I didn't take a photo, I yelled, feeling exasperated. Feel the barn and paint it. Feel it? I said even louder. Close your eyes and remember how you felt at the barn. Paint your feelings. I hesitated, looked around the room as if to see if anyone was looking, then decided, what the hell? I'll try it. I closed my eyes, remembering the feeling of calm that Colby always gave me. Her words gave me peace and positive energy. It was a beautiful, crisp day. I could feel the sun. When I opened my eyes, I began to paint. Each stroke was effortless. The colors magnificent. Images appeared that had not been there at the barn, but I could feel them. I poured my feelings into the painting, something I'd never done before. It was a fascinating experience. When I stepped back, 
All I saw was love. I loved how it looked. I loved how it made me feel. I was so excited that I immediately texted Colby, asking if I could swing by her house tomorrow to drop something off. What is happening? I asked myself. How am I able to do this? Where is this coming from? I stared at the painting some more, soaking in all the colors. Colby texted me back, saying she would be in and out all day, but she would leave the screen door unlocked, and I could leave it in the door if she wasn't home. I sat on the floor, looking at the painting again. In that moment, I realized that this was what happened when I listened to my higher self. This was what it meant for life to become easier, to see more beauty. I closed my eyes and said, Thank you. The following day, I wrapped the painting, then jumped into my car to drive over to Colby's. She owned a cute ranch that screamed, I have children, since there were bikes and sports equipment strewn across the front yard. Pulling into the driveway, I gave a quick honk to see if anyone was home. When no one responded, I slipped the painting between the screen door and taped a note to the front door. As I started to back out of the driveway, I heard a honk. Colby was just returning. Smiling, I rolled down my window and told her, I left the gift between the doors. Do you have time? Colby probed. Sure, I nodded, wondering why she asked. I'll, I'll wait in the car. Colby gave a little wave and pulled into the garage. Not a minute later, she came through the front door, and I watched as she unwrapped the painting. Then all I heard was a gasp. Evie, this is absolutely stunning. Did you paint this? Yes, I wanted to say thank you for the guidance you gave me when we met at the park, I told her. I didn't know you were so talented. The colors and the image are so peaceful. I love your interpretation of the moment. I smiled. Thank you. I received my inspiration from a little girl named Sammy. Congratulations. This is truly magnificent. Have you ever thought of selling your work? I tried long ago, but it didn't work out. I just do it for fun now, I explained. Well, you should really think about trying again. Your work is utterly amazing. Actually, I have a friend who works with artists to get their pieces purchased or placed into office buildings, restaurants, and other places. She also helps artists market and host shows. I would be happy to pass along her information. I am sure she would be extremely interested in your work, she offered. Thank you, Colby. But as I said, I'm just doing this for fun. I need to find myself a real job. I have a couple of leads, too, so hopefully I will be gainfully employed very soon. I'm working with my friend Hendrick, who is a great headhunter. Let me know if you would like to connect with him for your job search. No, I'm good, Colby responded, but thank you for the offer. I have a few things in the hopper myself that I feel will be coming to fruition very soon. She suddenly perked up even more. Before you leave, I want to give you something. Colby ran into the house. She was gone for almost ten minutes. When she reappeared, she had a card in her hand. She handed it to me and said, 
in case you change your mind. Also, here is a book you should read. It will help to explain energy and how it works within you. Chakras? I asked, reading the title. Yes, understand this, and it can help explain why you feel or do what you do. Living spiritually is not all rainbows and unicorns. It takes focus, and understanding your energy can help you through the difficult patches. On my drive home, Colby's words ran through my head. Could I really make a living painting? <laughs> Was I kidding? I liked my lifestyle, and I didn't want to have to scrimp and penny pinch just to get by. I placed the business card in the glove compartment and said to myself, When I get home, I will look at the jobs that Hendrick just sent over and get the ball rolling. Just before I turned into my neighborhood, I treated myself by stopping by my favorite poke place to grab a bowl. While in line to order, I looked at the jobs that Hendrick had sent. Senior marketing executive for a software company. And a sales manager for a local energy company. Not what I was hoping for, but they might have potential. I was one person away from ordering when my phone rang. Hey, Hendricks, I greeted. Can you give me a few minutes? I'm just about to place an order. Sure. I turned toward the server at the counter. Yes, um, may I have a number four? I followed the server down the line as he made my bowl. Small, white rice, mm -hmm. tuna and salmon. Light on the wasabi shoyu. Extra seaweed salad, tofu, mm, and roe, with mango, ginger, and tempura flakes. Would you like soup? He asked. Yes, and this is to go, I responded. He asked if I had a rewards number, and I punched it in. It said I got $2 off my bowl. Every little bit helps. I slid my card and left a $2 tip. Thanks he told me. Nodding at the man, I asked into the phone, Hendrick, you still there? Yep, sounds like a great bowl, he commented. Yeah, it's really good. Felt like treating myself today. I hear you on that. I love treating myself, he said, then got into why he was calling. So, I wanted to call you immediately about this opportunity. It sounds like it's right up your alley. As Hendrick started his pitch, I got into the car and put the phone on speaker. All I heard was 175K starting salary, bonus, work from home two to three days a week with an expense account. Hendrick, what is the company? I blurted, interrupting him. I can't tell you who it is yet, but what I can say is that it is a really well-known Fortune 100 company and it is a senior executive sales position. OMG, it sounds incredible, I exclaimed. I could tell Hendrick was smiling as he said, Good, I thought you would say that. I will send you the information via text. Call me tomorrow so we can set up some time with the hiring manager. Thank you, Hendricks. You are a lifesaver. When we hung up, I did a little car dance. I was feeling so good that I turned on the radio, opened the sunroof, and started singing at the top of my lungs. I guess I was too into my music to see the police car on the side of the road, 
Next thing I knew, I heard a siren and looked in my rearview mirror as he motioned me to pull over. Shit, like I need this, I said to myself. The officer came up on the driver's side. Ma'am, can I see your license and registration? As I fumbled to put on my mask, I stammered. Is there something wrong? You are driving 35 in a 25 mile per hour zone. I reached over and grabbed my bag to get my license. Then I dug into the glove compartment to pull out my registration before handing both to the officer. As he walked back to his car, I noticed the card that Colby had given me had fallen onto the floor. I waited to pick it up, not wanting to make any sudden movements that would seem suspicious. The officer came back about ten minutes later with a ticket, telling me to be more mindful of my speed. I looked at the ticket. Good thing I had my mask on as I was mouthing some choice words. One hundred and fifty dollars? I waited for the officer to pull away, then reached over to put my registration back in the glove compartment. I picked up the business card that Kobe had given me and put it in my bag, along with my license. Then I slowly pulled out and headed home. Well, that was a real bummer, I thought to myself as I walked into the house. Like I needed another bill. I hope this didn't raise my insurance rates. I put my dinner on the kitchen table, grabbed a can of seltzer, and then sat down to enjoy my bowl. Good, the soup is still hot, I remarked. As I enjoyed my meal, I thought about the job that Hendrick had mentioned. Wow, that kind of a salary at that level was going to mean a lot of work. I had to admit that I had been enjoying a more leisurely lifestyle since my layoff. I wonder if I'll be able to get back into that pace again, I contemplated. I finished my bowl, then decided to meditate for a little while. I smiled when I thought about how far I had come with my meditation practice. My mind still wandered at times, but I found that I could get into a good space and quiet my mind much easier than before. And my foot didn't fall asleep anymore. Halfway through my meditation, I heard, An opportunity is coming. Stay open. I finished my meditation with a smile. Yes, I know, it's my new job, I thought to myself. As I was getting up from my meditation, my phone rang. Hello? I answered. Hey, Evie, it's Colby. Hey, what's up? Don't be mad at me, she pleaded. But I just couldn't help myself. Okay, I replied hesitantly. I took a picture of the painting you gave me and sent it to my friend Tatum, the one who owns the consulting business helping artists. She paused. Now don't yell. I'm not going to yell but I already told you I only do this for fun. Hear me out, she said. Tatum said that she thought the painting was fabulous and that she would love to see more of your work. She has a client that loves this style and has paid exceptionally good money in the past for these types of paintings. I told her that I would ask you to call her so you can chat. She really is a lovely person who I've known for an awfully long time. I understand if you don't want to, and I will let her know, but I have never taken such liberties before. It just felt right to do. Colby, (laughs) your timing is crazy, I laughed. 
I just finished my meditation, and I heard that an opportunity was coming my way and to stay open. I thought it was a new job opportunity. I didn't think it would be something like this. I closed my eyes and breathed, then told Kobe, I will call your friend. What? You will? Kobe screamed. Yes, I will. Do you still have the card? She hoped. Funny, I was just looking at it a few minutes ago. I don't want to pry, but if you're so inclined, I would love to hear how the conversation goes. Of course, I will let you know. Thank you, I told Kobe. Thank you for thinking of me and taking this chance. I really appreciate you. Aw, I always try to go with my feelings, and it just felt right. I heard a crash in the background and kids yelling. Evie, I gotta go, Colby exclaimed. No worries, I told her. Bye. She then hung up. I sat back down on the floor and leaned against the wall. Is this the opportunity? I wondered. Walking back out to the living room where my first painting was, I stared at it again. This really is some of my best work, but can I do this again and again? Or was it a fluke? My phone rang, jerking me out of my daydream. What was it with the phone today? I never got this many calls in a day. I looked and saw it was Reva. Hey, Reva, I answered. Thank you for answering your phone. I guess my threat worked last time, she quipped. <laughs> yes, it worked, I replied with a laugh. And your timing is great. Why, what's up? I have been presented with an opportunity. Great, a new job? Sort of, I hedged. What do you mean, sort of? She questioned. Either you get paid or not. Yes, I could get paid, but... I trailed off. But what? Do you remember back in college when I used to paint? Yes. Well, I've taken it up again lately, and now someone may be interested in working with me to sell my paintings. Seriously? That is brilliant. How did this happen? I proceeded to give Reva the short version of my meeting with Colby, the painting, and the speeding ticket. Reva laughed. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I complained. Most people would look at your situation and say that it was serendipitous, but I know differently. You have just created something amazing, she explained. What do you mean created? When you have a high vibration or positive energy about something or someone, you can actually make things happen that you desire, she explained. Down deep, you may not know it, or you don't want to admit it, but you would love to be able to paint full-time. When you think about it, your energy is more positive, and it fills you with joy. You've just manifested an amazing opportunity. I hope you stay open and allow it to fully happen. Well, I don't know about all that stuff, but I did agree to call her, I told her. Good, when? I don't know. Tomorrow? Why wait? Does it feel good thinking about that opportunity? Do you have excitement? Yes. Well then, call her now and call me afterwards. Bye.
With that, she hung up. I looked at my phone. 7 p.m. It wasn't too late to call now. Well, I guess I could leave her a message at least. I dialed her number, my heart pounding in my chest. Then I heard, Hello, this is Tatum. I am sorry that I missed your call. Please leave a message at the tone. Beep. Uh, hi, Tatum. My name is Evie, a friend of Colby's. She sent you a picture of my painting, and, and I was just calling to, um, chat? Before I could finish my message, I saw that I had an incoming call. I picked up and said, Hello? Evie, this is Tatum. Sorry I missed your call. Oh, wow, I said. Thanks for calling me back so quickly. Actually, I didn't get to finish my message. Colby said that you would be calling, so I picked up your call, even though I didn't recognize the number, she explained. I smiled and sighed. Oh, okay. So how long have you been painting? Tatum jumped right in. Well, I did a lot of painting when I was in college, but I stopped to find a real job. I just started painting again this past month, I explained. Interesting. I would never have guessed that you hadn't been painting regularly in years. Do you have other paintings you can show me? I do have one other that I'm particularly fond of. Just one? Yes, my older paintings were done in a different mindset that doesn't emphasize where I'm now in my life, I explained. She paused. Hmm. Well, if we do work together, I would like to see some of your other paintings, as my clientele have quite different tastes. Evie, I don't like to beat around the bush, particularly when I see something that I really like. I would love to work with you and help you sell your paintings, if you're interested. As Colby may have explained, my clientele is from all over the world. I sell paintings to high-end hotels, office buildings, and private collectors. I have one who would love your barn painting, so I would assume that they would like your other pieces as well. My heart was racing, and I was trying to control my breathing as to not give away my excitement. Tatum, this sounds very interesting. But I, I live the life of a starving artist, and, and I don't want to go back there. If you can produce more paintings like this, I would highly doubt that you would be classified as a starving artist, she proclaimed. My commission is 15%. I can send over the paperwork that outlines my standard agreement. Send me pictures of your other paintings, and I will give you a ballpark of what I believe it could sell for. Wow. Okay. I will take some pictures tonight, then send them right over. Thank you, and I look forward to learning more, I told her, trying not to squeal with excitement. Great. I look forward to seeing more of your work, and Evie, she paused. I noticed you said that you had stopped to get a real job. If this is where your passion lies, and you have fun doing it, this can definitely be a real job for you. You just have to own it. Have a wonderful evening. I hung up the phone and sat there in pure amazement. Someone would actually be interested in buying my painting? This is unbelievable. I had to call Reva. Reva picked up on the first ring and said, So, what happened? Tell me every little detail.
I told Riva everything, still in total disbelief. Then I realized that I needed to take photos of my other paintings to send to Tatum. So I cut the call short, telling her that I would call her tomorrow and let her know what happened. Evie, before you go, I just want you to know how proud I am of you. Believe in yourself, because you truly are amazing. I love you. Good night. I put the phone down, and this wave of emotion washed over me. It was a combination of joy, pride, fear, and excitement all rolled into one messy emotion. I fell onto the couch and just started to cry. It was the most incredible cry that I'd had in a long time. Then I wiped my face, got up, and started taking pictures of my painting. I took about half a dozen pictures, trying to get the right light. Then I finally decided on two pictures and sent them to Tatum. Afterward, I jumped into the shower, needing to relax. There were so many emotions flowing through me that I was all wound up. Could I really do this? I had created two paintings. Who was to say that I could paint more? What if they didn't sell? Could I have a full-time job and still paint? I had the opportunity of a great-paying job, just as I had asked. Did I go for that or paint? The questions were swirling around and my emotions went from excited to straight-up fear. As more and more questions started popping up in my mind, I was filled with doubt. Then my thoughts turned from, can I, to, I can't. I felt awful. Who was I kidding? I couldn't do this. I needed to listen to my grandfather. It was time to grow up and get a real job, to stick to what I knew. I had proven myself there, so why should I try doing something new, especially at my age? I crawled into bed and just stared at the ceiling. With all of these thoughts going through my head, there was no way I was going to fall asleep. So I sat up and started to meditate. I just needed to breathe and try to quiet my mind. As soon as I was able to slow my thoughts down, one word popped into my head. Ego. All of a sudden, I remembered the conversation that Colby and I had. That ego was there to limit me, and it didn't play fair. Boy, was she right. But she had also said that ego was there to protect me which made me wonder if I was heading toward making a big mistake. How was I supposed to know what was ego and what was my heart? I opened my eyes, totally confused. What was I supposed to do? I started feeling really tired, but before I lay down, I said out loud, Higher self, please give me clarity. Then I turned off the light and fell asleep. In the middle of the night, I heard, Ego is doubt. If it feels good, it is your heart. Doubt is ego. Feels good is heart. So I guessed I did get an answer if asked. Knowing that made me feel more comfortable, but I still found it hard to just shut ego down. Today felt different, like something was coming. So I got myself motivated, made breakfast, and got dressed. I sent Hendricks a text, asking when he had time to meet today to discuss the job. He responded that he would call me around 10. 
Great. That gave me some time to get my thoughts straight. As I was enjoying my coffee and scrolling through social media, an email came in from Tatum. It contained the agreement and what she believed I should sell my painting for. After seeing the price, I dropped the phone on the floor. Then, as I searched for my phone, I smacked my head on the table. Ouch! It was as if my higher self was smacking me upside the head to say, See? I told you so. Who knew my higher self had such humor? Personally, I thought Reva had something to do with it. I smiled as I grabbed my phone. I went through the email again. Holy Toledo! Tatum believed I could sell my painting for $3,000. I felt a huge smile come across my face. Who knew this could feel so good? In my entire painting career, I didn't think I had even made $3,000. As I basked in excitement, Hendrick called me. Good morning, Evie. How are you doing? Morning, Hendrick. I'm doing great. Glad to hear it. Why so good? He asked. I gave him a rundown of what had happened and truly felt that he was as excited about the news as I was. That is amazing news. Are you going to sell your work? I think so, I admitted. So, is this a part-time gig or are you going to take the leap and do it full-time? I don't know. I really don't know what to do, I whined. Are you excited about being a full-time painter? Yes, I sheepishly responded. Why are you so shy about this, Evie? This is your true self. Why do you want to continue to live a lie? Just for money? Money is kind of important, I pointed out. Yes, I know, but so is your happiness. So, what are we doing here? Are we talking about the job opportunity, or are we talking about a new life? He questioned. I paused for a long moment, then told him. I would still like to move forward with an interview. Okay, we can do that. But Evie, I want to share a few lessons that I learned a long time ago. There is never a wrong answer. Opportunities always come. And don't let fear or ego make your decision for you. Wait, what do you mean that there is never a wrong answer? I repeated. We are put on this earth to experience life in its fullest. That means all experiences. If you choose to move forward with painting, enjoy that experience. If you get this job, enjoy that experience. If you decide that painting isn't for you, What's to stop you from doing something else? That also applies to this job opportunity. You have free will. There are always new and different opportunities. You create your life. Whether you know it or not, once you know that, it makes things so much easier, and your higher self is right there with you. Think of it this way. You create your life through your desires. You state your desire and you put positive, focused energy towards it. Then your higher self acts as your GPS, guiding you so that your desire comes to fruition or manifests. 
Hendrick explains. Really, that sounds kind of easy. Really. But there will be times when it doesn't seem as easy. It all comes down to knowing that you are in control. You are creating your life every day. There is a double-edged sword. You manifest what you focus on with emotion and energy. It can be what you want or what you don't want. So, be mindful of what you think about. Also, ego plays a big role, and it takes time and focus to quiet ego, but it can be done. Know you can do it. Trust in yourself. Hendrik, what would I do without you? You've truly been a lifesaver. Aw, oh, shucks. You make me blush. Okay, enough of the love fest. Let's get an interview scheduled for you. How does Friday at 11 sound? Video call, he added. Sure, that will work. Okay, I will send the meeting details by this afternoon. I've already sent over your resume, and I believe they've checked out your online profile. You will be meeting with the HR department first. Then, if things go well, the hiring manager. If they want you, I assume this could all get tied up with a bow by next Friday. Sound good? I didn't respond immediately. Evie, you still there? Sorry, yes, sounds good. Great, I'll be in touch. Have a great day and stop worrying. Live in the present, have fun, and it'll all work out. When we hung up, I found myself not as excited as I thought I would be. After lunch, I gave Colby a call. She wasn't available, so I just left her a message with the news. Then I walked into the former junk room and decided I wanted to paint. If I was considering doing this for a living, I needed to see if I could paint on demand. So I set myself up and looked at the blank canvas, trying to think of what I should paint. Nothing came to me. I looked out the window. Still, no inspiration. <laughs> Maybe I should go outside to clear my head. It was a sunny day, but there was still a bit of a chill, so I threw on my jacket and took a walk around the neighborhood. I felt like I was looking at everything, but seeing nothing. I started to feel a little panicked that I had no inspiration. When I used to paint in college, I could find anything to paint. Now I was walking around feeling like I was blind. In my panic, I felt the compulsion to run. Please know that running was not my strong suit, but I just, I just had to get away. It, it felt like anxiety was chasing me, and I just had to get as far away from it as possible. After running for what seemed like forever, and almost hyperventilating due to my mask, I stopped and buckled over, trying to catch my breath. When I stood back up, I realized that I was about two miles away from my house. In another time or place, I would have called for a car to bring me home. But now, it was probably better that I walked, calming myself and taking in the fresh air. When I finally got back to my house, I was less anxious, but still concerned about my future. I grabbed a glass of water and collapsed onto the couch. 
I was starting to feel better when my phone rang. Hey, Colby, I answered weakly. Evie, what is the matter? Are you okay? I proceeded to tell her about the conversation with Tatum, the job opportunity with Hendrick, and my failed attempt at painting on demand. Oh, honey, be kind to yourself. You obviously were not in the right mindset to paint. Well, how could I have done it before? I wasn't even trying, I told her. That's the point. You weren't trying before. Tell me what you were thinking when you painted the barn picture. Well, I, I wasn't planning on painting. I heard the voice say, paint. I argued a bit, but then it said to paint my feelings, how I felt during our meeting. Then it just happened. Colby sighed. <sighs> Evie, you were trying too hard. You were in your head and not in your heart. When you find yourself in that place, you just need to breathe. Turn off your head and listen to your heart. What makes you feel good or brings you a lot of emotion? The best thing I can tell you is to stop looking and start feeling. If you paint your feelings, then it will come easily and naturally. This is all so new to me. I just don't remember having to do this last time. Well, that could be the difference between you being asked to sell your paintings and not selling anything back in college. Feel it, then paint it. Colby, how do you see so clearly? It doesn't always seem so clear, but when I'm looking from the outside in, I can see things that you may not be able to see. I always try to be in the moment, and I tune into your energy. Plus, I also receive help from spirit. I am guided on what to say to help you understand what is going on, she explained. Thank you. I will admit that I was feeling very anxious, and it seemed like I couldn't see anything. I was looking, but saw nothing. I'll try again, but this time with a quieter mind. Wonderful. And please, give yourself some grace. Things take time, and you are just remembering how to do some of this stuff. Oh, and congratulations. Even if you do not end up painting or working with Tatum, just know that you are gifted. Share your gift however works best for you. We will all be better for it. Thank you, Colby. Have I told you how I love talking to you? You always put me at peace. I guess that is your gift. Thank you for sharing it with me. You are welcome. Have a great evening. Then she hung up. I sat there, thinking about the conversation, and decided to try painting again. I almost grabbed a glass of wine, but decided against it. I would do this free and clear. I would paint my feelings. I headed back into the junk room and stepped up to the easel. I closed my eyes and took a few deep breaths. <sighs> Then I started to paint.
My strokes were frantic. It felt like I was painting like a madwoman. No rhyme or reason. I felt anxious and stressed, like when I was running through town. By the time I finished, there was paint everywhere. The drop cloth caught maybe a quarter of the paint that I was slinging around. I stepped back and looked at the painting. It was nothing like I had ever painted before. So strong and erratic, but beautiful at the same time. And now, I felt so calm. I felt like I had let go of years of anxiety and stress and put it on a canvas for all to see. I lay on the floor and let the calmness wash over me. I never had this type of emotion working in corporate America. Granted, there had been stress and elation from a big sale or a promotion, but nothing like what I had just gone through. I loved this feeling. Reminder, there is never a wrong answer. Opportunities always come, and don't let fear or ego make your decision for you. You have free will. You create your life, whether you know it or not. You create your life through your desires. Put positive, focused energy toward it. Then your higher self acts as your GPS, guiding you so that your desires come to fruition. <laughs>